Hey guys, you are listening to the Rima Chapel Podcast, which brings the message of Jesus Christ to the lost all across the globe. Today's speaker is our own pastor, Reverend Samuel Donkoporte, pastor of Rima Chapel, Belfort, Germany. Hope you enjoyed the message. Luke chapter 21, reading from the verse number, or the reading only the verse number 11. There will be mighty and violent earthquakes, and in various places, famines and pestilences, plagues, malignant and contagious or infectious epidemic diseases, which are deadly and devastating, and there will be sites of terror and great signs from heaven. Shall we pray? I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Lord, we are in your presence. We expect your spirit himself to speak to us. Because nobody knows enough to be able to help us. And nobody is powerful enough to make a change or a difference in our situations. You that made us, it is you who know how to put us back together so we can function the way we are supposed to. So Lord, speak to us. Touch our hearts and change our lives. In the name of Jesus. We take authority in the name of Jesus and we take dominion over the atmosphere. We reign and rule over this place and we declare that any contrary entity that seeks to distract, to frustrate, to confuse, to cause, oh God, not to have the ability to trust and to hold on to the word, we cause them to be bound in Jesus' name. We say, let God arise. Let every one of his enemies be scattered in Jesus' name. Amen. And so today we want to take a look at what I call, let the heavens open. Why prayer is required. Why prayer is required. Let the heavens open. Now, James, the book of James, James chapter 1, James said, every good thing and every perfect thing, it just doesn't come from nowhere. It just doesn't appear. That it comes from heaven. So that as a human being, if you have experienced anything good in life, know that it is because God is watching over you and he wants you to have a good thing. If you met a good woman and you married her, it is not accident. God directed her into your life. If you met a good woman or you met a good man for that matter and you married, 
God directed them into your life. You know, I have seen a lot of good women who married the very opposite of what they should marry. And I've seen a lot of very, very good men also who also marry what I call a lomo jata. Woman warrior. And uh, somehow, you just ask yourself, how did these two connect? My dear friends, the devil is in the process of connecting and God is also in the process of connecting. So when you are connected to a good thing, know that it is God who intervened. Are you okay with me? Nothing good happens automatically. If the devil has his own way, every human being will be crying. Every human being will be weeping. That is the devil for you. So there are many good things that some of us have enjoyed in life. It didn't come because we were lucky. If you are a Christian, you know there is no such thing as luck. Some people say bad luck. Well, it is the devil who is working you arithmetic. Is working on your case. That is why you see what you call by law. But I want you to understand that uh, every good thing comes from heaven. Therefore, it is important that you have an open heavens in your life. There comes a time when you actually need something good to come through. You need a refreshing. Jesus has made it clear that the world that we are living in, so many things are going to happen. As for the earthquakes, I don't want to talk about them because they are there all the time. Am I talking to somebody? Recently, one of the interesting things about earthquakes is that there was an earthquake that happened almost everywhere in the world. I mean, almost everywhere at the same time. Though it wasn't a very big one, but yet it happens almost everywhere. And I'm like, this one is a sign. This one is giving us a message. But the Bible also talks about Plagues or pestilences. The last time we hear of a plague or a pestilence of this dimension that we are living in right now, that was the so-called Spanish flu of 1911. So when you look at it, it's over 100 years ago. I wasn't born when that one happened. But that is what happened. In between, there have been a lot of plagues only they have been localized. How many of you remember the Ebola that was, you know, threatening to wipe out Sierra Leone and, and all those kinds of places? And so all these things are plagues. And Jesus said there will be a lot of plagues. And then he said there will be famines. You know, even now as we speak, how many of you know that there's a famine uh, which is looming right now? And it came because of locusts. Locusts that have invaded uh, the whole of the East African region. And somehow they managed to uh, cross the ocean and they have landed in India. And uh, India too is at risk. They've managed to cross over even into China. How many of you know that there's a border between China and they share a border? So they have gone even into China. Listen, two of the most populous places on the planet is these two countries. When you take China who are leading, you get to India who are coming up. These two countries, when there is a plague that causes, you know, locust plague that is causing famine in those places, how many of you think that it will be easy to feed those people? They are billions. So those people are many. So I want you to understand that the things that Jesus said, they are happening. Except they will keep on happening at a more frequent rate. When you are a woman and uh, you have given birth to a child before, you know already that uh, there is no such thing as giving birth to a child without laboring, what they call labor. And the labor is like a cycle like that. It start, will start slow like that. And then it begins to increase. And then begins to increase. It begins to increase. Begin, then once it begins to do rah, 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 like that, you know you better get to the midwife because something is happening. And so you see, these things, it is very likely that they will keep on coming at a greater frequency. 
I don't know, but I just want you to know something. We have prayed and we are asking God to limit this uh, COVID-19 so that it doesn't go into phase two and phase three. You know, we ask and God answers. But you know that it's not every time when you ask God something that he answers you in the same way. Am I right about that? There are times when God has other ways to answer. Meaning that if God decides that this thing is coming again, phase two, phase three, I don't know. We are trusting God that because we have prayed, no matter how many phases come, you will still be around. You will still survive. God will take care of you. You will still be able to go through. There was a plague in Egypt. But uh, the children of Israel were still living in the land when the plague came. Somehow, the plague learned how not to touch them. And it touched other people. God will always protect his own. People who are trusting him, God will protect them. And that's the reason why you shouldn't be afraid. But you see, let's take a look at this scripture. Luke chapter 22, verse 21 to 22. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also, being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. Notice the word that Jesus also was baptized. He wasn't the only person being baptized at the time. So, Jesus also being baptized means that he was part of a group of people. However, the Bible said at his baptism, he was doing what? He was praying. Have you noticed that? He was praying and the heaven was opened. Now, if John the Baptist was sent by God to do what is right, then obviously heaven will be blessing people who are participating in what is right. Am I okay about that? But as you notice, none of those people who were baptized were praying. They were just following a routine, a formality. They were just looking to a man. They were not looking beyond the man to the one who sent him. So the Bible said the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon Jesus and a voice came from heaven who said, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. Hallelujah. Now, please let me say that it was important that the Spirit descended because the descending of the spirit as a dove was also a sign to John the Baptist. He's got to know who the Messiah is. And the only clue God gave him is that when you are going to baptize, keep on doing so. One day I will send you the man. And the way you will know that it is him is once you are baptizing him, the spirit of God will descend from heaven upon him like a dove. Then you know that this is the Messiah. So when the spirit of God came upon Jesus, John the Baptist had the information he needed. And so he could say the next day when he saw Jesus, he said, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He was sure because he has sinned. My dear friends, I want you to please understand that the Spirit of God didn't descend upon Jesus because he was the Son of God. The Spirit descended upon him in response to prayer. And you see, if you are not going to pray whilst you are fasting, you will not see many, many things from an open heaven. Am I talking to somebody? You and I must come to the place where we understand that we are missing some opportunities and some doors are still not opening to us because God has not introduced you to the one who opened the door. When you are going to go for an appointment, you are going to go for a job interview, you are going to be employed in a place. 
If God goes ahead of you to talk to the person who is going to employ you, trust me, they will employ you, oh yeah, oh yeah. Most likely, they will not talk too much about your experience. They will rather begin to ask about your background. Who are you? Are you married? What do you do? What are your hobbies? They begin to look for those things because already they know that you are a special person. And you know, some of the times, because we do not pray, we don't give God opportunity to go ahead of us and introduce us to people. And you know, what you have left the vacuum for, nature doesn't like a vacuum. If there have to be a divine introduction and you don't pray for God to do so, how many of you know that the devil is going to make an introduction? And when the devil makes an introduction, do you know what happens? Tooth be a lie. If you are in Deutschland, the day you go to somebody and you are looking for them to do something for you, when you hear the word tooth me alive, you turn and go out. Because that word tooth me alive actually means this person will never change his mind. It doesn't matter how long you talk. I have lived long in this country and I know what I'm talking about. But you see, it is important for us to pray so that the things that belong to us happen in their right time. There is a timing to everything. Are you listening to me? If Jesus had to pray for the heavens to open at the right time, you've got to pray for an open heavens. Would you say to somebody by your side, brother or sister, you need to pray so that you will have an open heavens. You know what I want to do? I want you to get up for five minutes and we are going to pray and we are going to ask God, please give me an open heavens. Everything that has delayed in my life, I am believing for an open heavens. Let the doors open. Let 2020 be the year where those things are coming through for me. Anything that is being held back for me, anything that the enemy is seeking to, to, to restrain me from having, Whatever it is, I know it's mine. But the enemy is trying to somehow take it away from me. God, I pray, give me an open heavens. Lift up your voice. Let's pray. Father, we call on God upon you. We are asking, Lord, for an open heavens, Lord. Today is our seventh day. We are fasting and we are praying. Give us an open heavens, Lord. Give us an open heavens. Give us, oh God, even Father God, an open door. Let favor, oh God, come to us in the name of Jesus. The thing that is lacking, the thing that is missing, those things we've been praying about, Lord, we are asking, bring them to us in Jesus' name. My God, the hindrances, the oppositions, the resistances, Lord God, these cycles that we have seen, Lord God, of setback, in the name of Jesus, let the heavens open and let those cycles break and break and break and break. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we believe you, Father God, that in the name of your son Jesus, every resistance will bow. Every opposition, oh God, will be silenced. My God, cut the arrange short in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Would you please take your seat? As for today, it will be different. I'll be asking you to stand every now and then. So it's not me alone that is standing. We are all fasting and you are sitting and I'm standing. You will stand with me one, one, one way or the other. <laughs> Am I forgiving? <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see, all good things come from heaven. That is why when you are looking for a good thing, the first thing you should do is pray. Before you talk to any human being about any good idea God has given to you, pray about it first. What did I say? Before you talk to your wife, even your wife, about any good thing, any good idea God has given to you, 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 you slept and you dreamt a dream and God showed you something good, pray about it first before you talk to your wife. So that God can use that woman 
to speak into the thing that God has shown you for the thing to become strong. How many of you know that some people can kill your dream? Oh, a few words they say, and all the motivation goes to zero. Before you know it, you don't have the appetite. The inspiration you got is all lost. So when God shows you something good, talk to God about it first. This time we are fasting and praying, it is possible that God is going to come to some of you in dreams. If you know Pastor Samuel, I will tell you that when you are fasting and praying, make sure you have a pen and a notebook by your bedside. So that when you get a dream, whether it is a good dream or a bad dream, it doesn't matter. Because you see, sometimes bad dreams, they expose the enemy. Take your pen and your notebook and write the dream down. Check your watch and write the time also down because all those things are important. The time when you wake up from a dream and you have just had a dream, it is also important. Write down how you felt in the dream. Write it also down. I'm saying all this because sometimes you may dream a dream and it is clear you never wrote it down. And then you say, oh, in the morning. How many of you know that you have woke up sometimes in the morning you can't remember the dream anymore? Yet it is not every dream that you don't remember which you can ignore. If it was so, then Pharaoh... How many of you know of Pharaoh's dream? Mm-hmm. So important, yet the man cannot remember. So assuming that he didn't have anybody who can also go into the mind of God and get the same dream, imagine how many people are going to die because of famine. Are you listening to me, my dear friends? So make sure these times, that is what you do. If God sees that you have positioned yourself properly, to receive information from him, he will give you information. You only give things to people who are ready. Okay, point number two, a reason to pray. Mark chapter 1, verse 32 to 35. Please turn your Bible to the place we are going to read. We are talking about why prayer is required. Why prayer is required. Mark 1, 32 to 35. Are you there? The gospel according to Mark, chapter number 1, the verse number 32 to 35. I hope you are there. Okay, so can we read together? At, at evening, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased, and them that were possessed with devils. And all the city was gathered together at the door. Verse 34. And he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils. And he suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. Verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. Hallelujah. Now, this is the story of Jesus Christ, who the Bible said, in the evening when the sun was setting, they brought a lot of sick people to him to heal them. While they waited for the sun to be setting before they brought them, Ishab Kainan, I don't know why. But the fact is, Sometimes you may go through a day and it's been a challenging day, a difficult day. When the sun is setting, you have managed to have something to eat, you want to go and rest. That is when you have demons visiting you. That is when you have, you know, who are demons? Let me just be quick about this. Demons are persons who don't have bodies. And when I say persons, I mean to say they are intelligent beings. You know, there's a lot of, um, let's say, speculation about their origin. And uh, there are theologians who say that up to Genesis chapter 6, there is no mention of an evil spirit 
in the Bible. But in Genesis chapter 6, we read that there was a time when the sons of God came down and uh, they came and uh, cohabited with the daughters of men and uh, the product of the two is giants. Very, very big and mighty men. Sometimes 12 or 13 feet. And then the Bible said, those people who were born to this angel human uh, marriages, let me put it that way, they began to teach the people how to do bad things, how to be violent, how to kill people, how to shed innocent blood. And then because they have multiplied so much and they were in danger of overwhelming the normal human population. In other words, they were getting to the point where they could have wiped out the whole human race. God decided that it is time to make it loose. So the flood came and all those giants, that was the end of them. Now, the giants were not men like you and I. And when a giant dies, their spirit doesn't go to the place where human spirits go. So those giants, their spirits were left to keep on roaming on the earth. And the Bible says what? When the evil spirit goes out of a man, what does he do? He goes roaming in dry places, in waterless places, in desert places. Seeking to rest. So that it seems as if their punishment is they have no rest. They have no rest at all. Imagine you yourself. At the end of a, a day, a very, a very uh, difficult or tiring day, there is no rest for you. And day after day, there is no rest. Imagine it. So there is no rest for these spirit beings and they know that the only way they can have some rest is they should look for a human being, look for opportunity, possess a human being, and then they can have some rest. So these entities are always looking for some back door somewhere where they can enter. Now, these are the kind of spirits that Jesus had to confront. But the Bible said, what did he do? He cast them out. Meaning that even in spite of the fact that Jesus has come to the end of a fruitful day, he still has the spiritual strength to deal with them. Now, let me tell you something. You need to have the spiritual capacity to deal with the unseen enemy even when you have gone through a very uh, busy and difficult day. Am I talking to somebody? The devil never attacks you when you are strong. He attacks you when you are weak. He's an opportunist. He never came after Jesus when Jesus was fasting. He waited till Jesus has completed the 40-day fast. And everybody knows that when you finish your fast, the next thing you want to do is eat. But the man was in a desert place, so there was no food, no supermarket there, nothing to buy to eat to break his fast. And so... He still had to walk in that wicked state back to town to break his fast. And the devil said, yeah, this is my opportunity. I got him now. That's when he tempted him. But I thank God that in spite of the devil tempting him in every way, Jesus stood his ground. You are fasting so that you can build spiritual strength. Am I talking to somebody? You know, the scripture connected to our fast is that those who wait upon the law, what do they do? Good. They run and they are not weary. They walk and they are not faith. Even the young people, the youth, they can run and get faith. And you know what? Even strong men can get to the place where their strength fails them. But the people who wait upon the Lord they always get a renewal of strength. And so, my dear friends, I want you to understand that you are dealing in these last days with a lot of spirit beings. 
a lot of unseen enemies. What is their goal? Their goal is to pollute, to contaminate. To, you know, anything that pollutes, anything that contaminates, what do you do with it? You can't use it. Am I right about that? If something is contaminated or polluted, how many of you would like to eat rice? Very well prepared. Smelling nicely. But when it is your favorite food and I'm about to hand it over to you, I said to you that there was a little dog doodoo. It just landed on a small part of the food. But I've scooped that place out. But still go and eat it like that. How many of you will eat? If there's still something to eat, you will prefer something else. And worse still, if I told you it was so small, I just missed with it. So, I mean, it's just one in a million. You will not eat. You know why? Because it's contaminated. When the enemy contaminates you, he takes you out of action. You are incapacitated. Are you listening to me? In these last days we are in, every person on the planet has to contend with demons because they will come after you. Their goal is to make sure you are defiled, you cannot make heaven, and they take you to hell. So whether you like it or not, demons will come knocking on your door. And the way Jesus handled them, that is the only way to handle them. They need to be cast out. Sometimes your pastor will not be around to help you. Sometimes maybe uh, your mama will not be around. He's been a believer before you. Sometimes somebody that you know that this one is a audacious person. This one is a very hot. This one is anointed. This prayerful. He will not be around. Because mind you, it is in the evening. And you are left alone. What are you going to do? I believe that is one of the reasons why you should pray. Because when you pray, you are going to begin to appreciate in strength. You are going to begin to put on spiritual capacity. You will begin to expand in your ability to deal with issues. When certain entities come to you, and you don't have the same spiritual ranking as they are, when you tell them to go, they won't go. Demons come in different ranks. There are demons that are corporal. There are demons that are sergeant. And there are demons that are lieutenants. Then you find some demons that are majors. There are others who are major generals. But you find some who are full generals. And you know, when your spiritual capacity is not up to where it should be, you can talk to the corporals and you can talk to up to perhaps the sergeant and command them to leave and they will leave. But if you are talking to somebody who is a colonel, they won't go. How many of you have been involved in, in deliverance before? Trying to cast out a demon from somebody. Have you seen a situation where some demon is trying to give you a tough time? When a demon is giving you a tough time, it is not because the name of Jesus is weak. But it is because the vessel through whom the name of Jesus is being administered to the situation, that vessel is weak. It is compromised. Are you listening to me? So I want you to lift up your voice and stand up and pray. You are going to pray and you are going to say, Lord, any attack from the unseen realm, from the region that men cannot see, that is intended to give me any sickness, put any disease upon me, attack me, give me depression, steal from me, cause frustration and failure, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, let anything that is being planned like that, let it be aborted in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We call, O God, upon your name, knowing that the world we are in it is a world that is full of entities, beings and personalities we do not see. Lord God Almighty, we cannot fight what we cannot see. 
But Lord, you see everything. Therefore, Lord, we call, O God, upon you. We ask for deliverance. Deliver us from evil, O God. Deliver us, O God, from evil personalities. Deliver us from evil beings. In the name of Jesus. Those who come by night, O God. Even Father, to put sickness, to afflict us with sickness, afflict our children with sickness, afflict our family with sickness. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, deliver us, O God, from them. In the name of Jesus. And if there is any sickness, O God, already in our members, we appeal to you, O God. Jehovah, O God, our Redeemer. Jehovah Rapha. Lord, we appeal to you, O God. My God, deliver us, O God. Deliver us, O God. Deliver us, O God. Heal us, Lord. Heal us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. What the devil meant for evil, let him be turned around for good. In Jesus' name. Any demon that comes to fight our prayer life, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Let them be frustrated. Let them be disappointed. Let them be bound in Jesus' name. Demons who come to fight and attack our marriages, let them be bound. Let them, oh God, be restrained in the name of Jesus. Demons who are coming after our children, Lord, we lift up prayer against them. We say, let them be bound, let them be crippled. In the name of Jesus. Lord, demons who are attacking our finances. Demons who say we should always struggle. Demons who say we should always lack. Demons who say we should always have a need that cannot be met. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we rebuke them. We command them in Jesus' name to lose your hold over anything they stole from us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And finally, you want to pray before you see. Lord, grant me the grace that was upon Jesus. That I can rise up early before they break. To pray and to talk to God. You want to pray and say, God, don't allow my bed to hold me. Even in the winter time when it is cold, grant me grace to get outside of my bed so that I can go somewhere to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to call upon God. Father, I need to pray. I need to pray. I need to pray. I need to pray. Therefore, Lord, I lift up prayer and I say, Lord, that habit that was in Jesus' life, that he will get, oh God, up a great while before the day breaks. Lord, I like that attitude. I am asking for that grace. Let that grace rest upon me. Give me the ability, oh God, to get out of bed and get, oh God, even further to my altar. Got to place where I can go on my knees and call upon the Lord, even to go ahead of me into my day. In the name of Jesus, I come against spirits of laziness. I come against spirits of tiredness. I come against spirits of infirmity. I come against spirits of weakness. Any entity that is sent to stop me from prayer, I come against them and I push back against them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answering prayer. In Jesus' name. Now, would you please take your seat? Now, we want to address the times we find ourselves in, particularly. Not the pre-COVID time, but the in-COVID time. Luke chapter 21, the verse number 36. Would you please turn to the place? After that, I will have one more scripture. And when we pray about it, we will just worship the Lord, make a couple of declarations, and then we'll be ready. Are you there? Luke chapter 21, verse 36. Are you there with me? I want you to see it so that you know that this is God's word. This is not Pastor Samuel bringing something out of my mind. I want to read from the Amplified. Luke 21 verse 36, it reads, Keep awake then and watch at all times. Be discreet, attentive, and ready. Praying that you may have the full strength 
Notice that. That you may have the full strength and ability and be accounted worthy to escape all these things taken together that will take place and to stand in the presence of the Son of Man. Hallelujah. There are some things which are in our future where if you do not have the full strength and you lack the ability you may be disqualified, not counted worthy. And for that reason you will fail to stand before the son of man. Meaning that there are things which are traps ahead of us. But if we pray, God will take us out of those traps and out of those temptations. This is Jesus talking. You know, I'll give you a small background to this thing. After Jesus said these things, that was around AD 33-34. 30 years later, it was around AD 64, 65, 66. And uh, the Romans had begun to gather around the city of Jerusalem. Do you know what happened to those who were in Christ? The Spirit of God told them, get out of the city. How many of you remember that there came a time when the apostles were selling their property? Hello? I thought I was talking to Bible students. There came a time when they were selling their lands, selling their houses, and bringing their money. How many of you remember that? Now, uh, historians say it was around AD 66, 65, thereabout, where they were selling those properties. Because the Spirit of God has indicated to them that this property in this city is going to be worthless in a short while. So they were selling their property to leave. And when they sold their property, I hear God told them to leave. And they went to the place where is present Jordan. So when the city was besieged, that the Romans didn't allow anybody to escape anymore, by that time, the believers in Jesus Christ, they are no more in the city. The city was pulled down. It was destroyed. The people were wiped out. But these believers... They had already moved. Now this is what Jesus is saying. That if you don't watch and pray. You may not have the strength and the ability to escape. Listen. I have two of my friends. Very good friends. I believe they were better Christians than me. The Bible says we, should, we shouldn't compare one another. But somehow if you admire some, something in somebody you should say it. This guy he's called Charles. When Charles witness to you now, you give your life to Christ, it doesn't matter whether you are by the roadside. He will say, stand, let me pray for you. He will pray the baptism of the Holy Spirit upon you. You will be speaking in tongues before he leaves you. This is how crazy and how wild this guy was. But over the years, we all went to school. He also went to uh, National Nautical College. He trained to be a sailor. Uh, he went to sea. He was prospering. Everything was going well. Uh, they had uh, one guy who was also a professor. He had left uh, the university in Ghana and he was teaching in the University of Liberia. And so he came one time and they went to visit himself and his brother. The brother has by that time engaged a woman. I am going to Liberia. When I come back, we are going to get married. That was the issue. They were there when Charles Taylor started his thing. And they were there. Their elder brother too was there. He was also a lecturer then. And the elder brother, he, of course, he was a married man. He had kids. And he said, look, you know what? I want to go. And they said, oh, okay, go. We are coming. They are taking the lead. They didn't know that as for war, it can come so fast that you are cut off. Before they knew what was happening, they were behind enemy lines. And some of you will remember, if you, have, if you have been alive long enough, you will know that there was a time when ECOWAS decided to send troops. Because, you know, they were doing this 
You want long sleeves or short sleeves, cutting people's arms. Things were getting so bad. So when they sent the ECOWAS troops, every nation that sent the troops there, they became enemies to Charles Taylor. So when they caught you and you came from Ghana, uh, it's not going to be good. They were caught and they were Ghanaians and they killed them. Nobody knew what happened to them. And I've always, because we have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and we have never heard anything, no phone call, no letter, nothing, until one day, there was a particular lady that we have come to meet in our church, the church we left before we came to Deutschland. And uh, I was talking about Charles and saying that this is a friend I've missed. It really grieves me that I don't know what happened to him. Then she said, oh, Charles, I know him all. This is the story of what happened. I am 100% convinced that Charles is dead. And, and, and his brother, Theo, they are all dead. They've been killed. And she told us what really happened. The fact that they were going behind, you know, to go and pick something. Was it somebody or something? And they, they felt, no, they can't go with that person. Let's go. When they went, that was the last. Even this lady, they had to move fast. Otherwise, they would also have been in trouble. What am I saying in all these things? Watch ye therefore and pray that ye may be what accounted worthy. It could be that even in that time, somehow, I don't know what went on, but somehow they missed God. Somehow they didn't hear from God right. Or somehow when they heard from God and God said, get out, they still thought they had time. Or somebody listen to somebody and say, oh, let's not go today, let's go tomorrow. When God says, get out, get out means get out this minute. When you wait for five minutes, you have disobeyed. Am I talking to somebody? And you are not going to know that it is a disobedience unless you are sharp in prayer. Look, I want you to get up and pray once again. You are going to lift up prayer and say, God, I don't want to be outside your timing. I want to be so smart that I will hear your voice when you speak. I will know what will happen before it happens to other people within my sphere. Anything that is ahead of me, it should never take me by surprise. Can you pray that prayer? Lift up your voice. Let's call upon God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up prayer, O God. You said the Holy Spirit that comes to live in us. The blessed Holy Spirit he will show us things to come. Lord, anything that is to come this year, 2020. Lord, whilst we are still here alive on this planet and in Deutschland. Anything that will come to disadvantage us. Anything that will come to cut us short before our time. Anything that will like to deprive us of life or of limb or of sight or of leg or something. Father, we know it is not your will. Therefore, Lord, we lift up prayer, O God. And we call, O God, upon you. As you have promised us in your word, so do. As you have declared in your word, so let it come to pass. Lord, we are believing you to show us things to come. And Father, we are giving you a pledge that when you speak to us and you tell us, we will obey. We will obey, we will obey. Grant us grace not to miss your timings. Divine timings. Divine timings. Divine timings. Oh, that I may flow with divine timings. Oh, that I may flow with divine timings. Oh, that I may flow with divine timings. In the name of Jesus. Kabo Seke Makatunde. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord deliver you from all evil. May the Lord deliver you from untimely death. May the Lord deliver you from every plan of the enemy. May the Lord deliver you from being a victim to COVID-19. May the Lord deliver you from any other dangerous thing out there in the world in 2020. In the name of Jesus. Please take your seat. We want to finally look at our scripture. The last scripture, First Peter chapter 4, verses 7 to 9. Is somebody getting blessed? 
Even if it's an unorthodox service, don't bother. Something is happening. God is working something out for you. First Peter chapter 4, the verse number 7. Are you there? Esther, Petro, capital 4, verse 7, verse 9. Our topic is still the same. Let the heavens open. And why prayer is required. Can we read from the verse number 7? All of us ready? Go. But the end and culmination of all things has come now near. Keep sound minded and self restrained and alert therefore for the practice of prayer. Above all things, have intense and unfailing love for one another. For love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the offenses of others. Practice hospitality to one another. Those of the household of faith, be hospitable. Be a lover of strangers with brotherly affection for the unknown guests, the foreigners, the poor, and all others who come your way who are of Christ's body. And in each instance, do it ungrudgingly, cordially and graciously, without complaining, but as representing Christ himself. Hallelujah. This scripture is very clear. The Bible teaches here that some of us may not die. You know, many times people say, is it the end of the world? I always say, no, it is not the end of the world. When the end of the world is going to happen, Christians will not be here. Just because you are sitting in this church means that it is not the end of the world. The end of the world will only come when Christ has taken care of his people. Meaning that when you are a believer and God decides that where things are getting to now, I want to take my people out. When he takes the believers out of this world, then the process that brings the world to an end will start. Are you okay with me? Now, taking his people out, some people call it the rapture. But rapture is not in the Bible. What is in the Bible is the word caught up. They will be caught up. God is going to catch his people from this planet at a certain point in time. There is going to be an angel of God who will descend from heaven. And he will accompany Christ. And Christ will make his temporary headquarters in the air. And he is going to give the angel permission to blow that trumpet. When the trumpet sounds, the people who have been in the Lord Jesus Christ who have died, meaning that everybody who have left their body and their spirits have gone to be with the Lord, they will have permission to get reunited with their bodies. Meaning that their dead bodies will be taken out of the ground. Transformed bodies. And if we are alive by then, you will just stand and before you know, your body has been transformed. So that as they are rising to meet the Lord in the air, we will also be caught up and all of us will be together with the Lord in the air. Then we will live with the Lord. When we live, we have left this world for those who say, they own this world. Let them now possess it and enjoy it. Trust me, there's not going to be much enjoyment when we have left. They don't respect Christians. They say negative things about us. They are the kind of people who want to say we are crazy. You want to go to church when there's COVID. But meanwhile, when you go to the supermarket, it's not a problem. But when you go to church, then there is a problem. They say we are crazy. They are saying all kinds of things. They forget that the very day that Lot went out of Sodom, that day, the sun was shining brightly, but it wasn't a good day. 
They also forget that the very day that Noah went into the ark after 120 years of preaching without a convert, when he entered into that ark and the door closed, that day, the day looked like every normal day, but it wasn't normal. Because the one thing they didn't expect came down. Rain, which has never fallen before, came down for the first time. My dear friends, something is about to happen. And Peter is saying that the end of all things is near. So what should we do? Be sound-minded. Those of you who like drinking Kronbacher, maybe Kronbacher is not strong, but those of you who like uh, drinking uh, Johnny Walker, be fitter. Uh, what is some of the names they call those those powerful ones, those ones that when you drink it, vodka, yeah, vodka, go back off. Those powerful ones, when you when you drink it like that, then it to hit your chest and you'll be like, uh-huh. When you are drinking some of those things, it is able to cloud your mind. It affects your mind. You don't become sober. Why should you be sober? You should be sober because the Bible said you should be sober and sound or self-restrained. In other words, don't lose your self-control. Why? So that you can practice prayer. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Thank you. So you see, when you are, the Ogoglo is kicking you like that. When they tell you that the house is falling, you say, ah, don't worry. You are the one that is crazy. Nothing is happening. The time when other people are praying so that they can be delivered, you are not sober-minded. Am I talking to somebody? Be sober-minded. Don't be distracted in the world we are in today. Please, anything at all. And, and I'm just talking about Ogoglo, but what about if somebody is taking ganja? You feel high. Iron man. Uh, you take ganja. They say it is the herb. And it helps you. It may be the herb. But if it disturbs you with your judgment, it is not a good thing for you. So if you are in these things, then the time when you will pray, you will miss your timing. Listen. Prayer is important and okay when you pray at the time you need to pray. Am I talking to somebody? If You see, people can pray, but some people can pray at the wrong time. I told you last week that people who will not pray today, as we are praying, there's a day coming, they will be part of the largest prayer meeting ever. And they will pray and pray and pray, but there's no guarantee of results. Haven't I said that before? You cannot go to the shop to go and buy when the shop is closed. Am I talking to somebody? You can't go to a shop to go and buy when the things that you know you know you want to buy, those things have already been bought and the shelves are empty. Can you? So pray when you need to pray. Don't pray when it is too late to pray. Am I talking to somebody? There comes a time when it is too late to do what? It is too late to do what? Some people say, yeah, Pastor Samuel is just creating too much trouble. He's just disturbing everybody. Blah, 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 blah. Good, I may be disturbing everybody. It is the tomorrow, the time ahead of us, that will tell whether I'm doing the right thing or not. So if you want us to pray and you will be sleeping, keep on sleeping. The thing we will do is we will pray for you. It doesn't give a guarantee. That because we are praying for you, when the time comes for you to pray, you'll be able to pray. It doesn't guarantee that. Are you listening to me? And those of you who are leaving all the prayer to your wives to pray, and you don't pray. Some of you men, I'm talking to you. You think spirituality must be the job of the women alone. Watch it all. One of these days, two people are going to be in the bed. One person will be taken. The other one will be left behind. And guess who will be taken? The woman who is praying, she will be taken. And you, the ogre, you have made yourself a slave driver in the house. When you speak, everybody must obey. 
you will be left alone in that day. And then I will see. If, if it is possible to see, I would have loved to see how your face will look like. Listen, I'm saying all these things because I want to motivate you to pray. Does anybody understand my heart at all? I'm not looking for somebody to be in a, in a difficult position and I'll say, yes, it shall seem right. We told him and he didn't listen. That's not my heart. I just want to stir you up so that you do the right thing at the right time. Would you please stand on your feet and we are going to pray one more time. This time, we are going to pray that God will give us a divine escape. Anything at all that is coming that will destroy other people, may God give you a divine escape. If Jesus should come in our day and the trumpet should sound, may God give you an escape. If angels are around to come and gather God's people to send them to heaven, may they locate you. Lift up your voice. Let's begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Thank you for taking our time to tune in. For more information on our services, visit our website www.wimachapu.org. You can also join us for our weekly conference calls on Thursdays. More details on our website. Also make sure to check our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube platforms.